Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Successful Mentalist podcast. My name is Aidan O'Sullivan and I am joined by my very good friend and co-host Mr Ashley Green in what is an October episode talking about December recorded in August because we are weird like that. But today we're talking about how to actually offer packages that really matter that actually matter to our clients now we get hooked as entertainers about the the features of everything that we can do and what is amazing what what it is that we can offer we can do this close-up and then we can do the stage and then we can do this that and the other and as well and good as that is to be able to do a lot of stuff it's not always valuable from the client's perspective. And right now, as you're preparing and warming up, because you've listened to our episode a couple of weeks ago, getting prepared about this whole world of seasonal entertainment, we actually need to make sure that we're building and constructing packages that actually are relevant to our clients without this whole thing of just, I'm amazing, look at me, book me, because I'm amazing. We're going to avoid that completely today. And actually, what you'll see today is more desirability. You'll see much more conversions than you've probably ever seen before when you start making these changes, if you're not already doing them. And as a result of that, realistically, you make it more commercially available, which as a result will generate you more leads in the first place. Long story short, when you start crafting packages that actually matter to your clients, pretty much every solution gets fixed. That's one of the reasons actually in our flagship coaching program, Learn to Thrive, one of the first things that we actually do, aside from stripping away all the stuff that isn't working for you right now and giving you that vision and putting that in place, is to actually make sure that you're building packages that actually matter to your clients. It's one of the most important points in this entire process. But Ashley, let's give us a little rundown. Do you have any significant evidence, a reason to prove that focusing on packages that audiences and clients care about performs better than just saying i could do two hours of close-up yes because i was on a zoom call with a client that's right guys i hop on zoom calls with clients instead of phone calls or emails now because it's way more effective at conversions different point entirely but i just wanted to get that out there but look i was on a zoom Routine. call with a, yeah, yeah i was on a zoom call with a client the other day uh am i mysterious emma <laughs> consistency from two weeks ago mysterious emma i was on the uh, on a on a zoom call with her and uh, i got on a zoom call with them trying to book in an event and they'd already said no i, I don't want a magician at my event I, I don't need someone going around doing doing card tricks I, I, I don't really need that type of entertainment it's not really what i'm looking for uh, they then said on the zoom call again i'm I'm just just not looking for that. I don't I don't want someone going around doing magic and going up to the small groups. I then explained to them, "Hey, that's not what I do." Albeit, yes, technically I am doing magic, but that's secondary. What I'm really here for is this. And then I gave point of value, transformation, point of value, transformation, explaining those specific points, what it actually meant for her. And do you know what she said in the end? Shaboom. Oh, wow. Well, I tell you what. 
you might be the right fit for my event. Because, yes, I think we are going to have a problem with that. Yes, yes, you might be great. So I managed to convert someone, Aiden, that didn't initially want a magician at their event to go, yeah, but actually, we want you. And it's really simple in making that simple decision there of actually serving them. And we talk about this all the time. And if you haven't listened to our string of episodes talking about uh, one of our favorite approaches to actually landing enough leads to, to basically uh, to, to steal a, a metaphor, to fill our funnels, if you like, uh, we actually explored and broke down a full process in episodes 40, 41 and 42 of the TSM podcast, breaking down a complete lead gen strategy that we use to generate leads, book gigs, and do all of this amazing stuff. But the power is on service and actually being valuable in and of itself. And we're going to talk through some processes on actually building packages and crafting packages that actually matter. And then we'll probably touch on actually how to offer them. Uh, maybe even jumping on to talk about how you actually pitch this in uh, in a Zoom call, for example. Uh, maybe go into a couple of more more finer details on that but the first thing we really need you guys to to be aware of and we learned this the hard way um there are more than one type of value uh, that you can offer there is there's many more different types of value and for us as entertainers we think that our only source of value is in entertainment we can just simply entertain people which is great that is perhaps the most important type of value if you can't <laughs> if you can't entertain people don't be an entertainer like simple as that that's the easiest way to cut down some hopes and dreams but you're listening to this podcast right now you've probably been here for a little while so you are probably an entertainer looking to up level and supercharge your overall entertainment career and when you start realizing that there are different types of value you get to appeal to different challenges that this clients are facing and heck i literally a second ago i i just googled it different types of value just to see what google said and there was a wikipedia article yes i'm saying this a wikipedia article love it or hate it that just suggests that there are four types of value functional value monetary value social value and psychological value and entertainment factor comes under well probably a couple of those but for the most part social value because if this client books you for their corporate christmas party they want to show off a little bit they want to show that it's a really great party prove that it's a really great party for their social status but actually when you look at it you could be so much more valuable when you start dipping into even just these four types of value the functional value the monetary value the psychological value as well as that social value now there is many different types of value that go beyond that i would argue but just to use those as an example like functional value well we talk about this in learn to thrive our coaching program like one of the first things that we like doing with people is actually getting clear on what they actually want to do at these types of events so for example if you've got a um maybe you are a mix and mingle entertainer because this is not just limited to seasonal this works all year round you're a mix and mingle close-up entertainer which is great that's what you do but if you're selling mix and mingle entertainment you run in this position of like cool that's not what i need or, or, or okay cool yeah i kind of get it it's very loose in the client's mind but when if you just take the functional value for example what's the point or the benefit in actually having you as a mix and mingle entertainer like actually perhaps you could probably elaborate on, on, on some ideas actually here and how actually taking these features and the things that we do and turning those into something a little bit more 
valuable. Well, let's take a classic one, which a lot of entertainers will be out there, whether they're doing parties or weddings, for example. It's a very common thing in that mix and mingle entertainment. When we're there, what do we do? We go up, we show tricks to a certain group, and sometimes we get other groups involved and we show tricks around. What are we really doing? Well, we're connecting two different groups who wouldn't usually talk. When you leave, what happens? They go, oh, how was the trick done? Oh, nice to meet you, by the way. Petty conversation out of the way. It starts to go into deeper conversations. You've now started conversation points between two different groups that have never met before. And that's one specific thing that is way much more better than just doing a double lift and an ambitious card. That's a specific specific thing which is massive huge benefit to clients especially if they're hosting a party or a wedding where they've got individual guests going around that don't know each other and then when you can pitch it to them and i'm just going to say this is the exact thing of what i done the other day with with emma that i mentioned mysterious emma i went i just out of curiosity uh, you've got you've got you say um you said between 90 and 100 people and then even you've got 160 people coming up i guess you've got what your friends your partner's friends your work colleagues your partner's colleagues and you've got your family your partner's family then their distant family just so you've got loads of different groups of people that don't really know each other how are you going to break that tension how are you going to like make sure there's a nice vibe and nice energy throughout the evening so that they're not turning up being a bit awkward they went oh i don't know and then i've started that open loop that curiosity there and now i can feed that curiosity and say hey have you thought about this? Oh, it just so happens I do that. <laughs> Bingo. And there's just one specific thing that touches on that mix and mingle type of entertainment. Another one, Aiden, and I won't spend too long touching on this because I think by now it's starting to click in people's minds. Another one really, really simple for people that work in restaurants. Well, Going up and saying, hey, I'm going to pull in a crowd. Hey, I'm going to make sure you get five-star reviews because people are going to be absolutely amazed by me doing card tricks and like really cool stuff in your restaurant. No, you're there to fill the gaps between maybe the meal and maybe when there's a delay in catering in the kitchen and there's a specific problem that might come up their end. Like, oh my gosh, customers are going to get angry. Service can let you know to hop over to that table where the food's delayed. You can keep them entertained so that they don't even realize there's a delay. Huge benefit that is because you're stopping unnecessarily unnecessary problems arising, coming up and then spoiling the nice five star experience at that restaurant. There's two examples for you there, Adam. Well, this is it at the end of the day, and this appeals to a bunch of different types of uh, of the value, even the Wikipedia values there. Like the fact that you can then jump into this opportunity and and have this foresight of the type of events. For example, if you're looking at the Christmas shows, we're coming. That's what we're talking about. Like building up to the Christmas season. Like if you know traditional challenges at, at Christmas parties. Hey, there's um last not last year, the year before, uh, I did a string of events with a, um, a venue that I was working quite closely with. And they basically had a bunch of tables, like 20, 30 tables. And each table was privately booked by a different um, office. There was like not just from the same company. There was different companies' tables. So in that one event, it wasn't one company's Christmas party. I was like doing 30 Christmas parties all in one situation there and when it comes down to pitching and offering that i couldn't just go around and just say oh yeah i'm going to do some mix and mingle it's like i have to make it so much better and more appealing because there are 30 clients or prospects 
or 30 chunks of prospects for the venue to actually get them coming back next year and then the year after and then, and then th- events throughout the year because they rent meeting space. I have to actually be so much more valuable. And when I have the foresight of being able to spot challenges uh, and spot areas that could be really leveraged upon, what we actually do is we create ourselves this level of psychological value because actually, look, there's trust. If you can tell a client, like, look, on a, on a call, before you even talk about getting yourself booked, you can ask them, spot these challenges, bring that to light, already you're more valuable. That's rapport because you're helping them. And as a result, we know it's easier to sell something when there's rapport and people like feel like they owe you a favor. It's that law of reciprocity. So again, step number one is to understand that there are different types of value. You're not just there for entertainment. You are so much more valuable just by being at these events than you are just mix and mingling. So actually understanding the advantages and fleshing that out and seeing that clearly for yourself is going to make things so much easier when it comes down to actually building these packages in the first place, let alone selling them. And let's not forget at this point, we are event specialists. Whether you've done one or two events in the past, quite likely you've done more events than maybe that person planning them. And right now we're really kind of focusing on the festive period and Christmas coming up. And I know working in the corporate field that sometimes people get lumped with a range in the office Christmas party. They don't really know what they're doing. They never done it before and it's very confusing at some places across the world at the moment there's people trying to do this virtually there's people trying to do this in person there's people trying to do this and arrange events which are hybrid shows and in those cases the virtually and hybrid well they've definitely never done that before but us virtual entertainers have us virtual entertainers have done that so we've got experience with that and even those people who are just arranging the regular office party maybe in a restaurant or a nice fancy like manor house or like a gonna have a nice gala dinner they might have been lumped with that and they might have never done it before so what can we do to help and we can come in and swoop away and deliver more value there we can be more valuable as an entertainer and this time outside of the event itself when they're putting together their christmas party what can we do to help Have we got connections with maybe suppliers which they need? Can we help with the running order? Can we help with advice elsewhere? Maybe like the seating plan, maybe how they should arrange the tables so that it works best with the entertainment they've got, like with the bands or or maybe just so that like different offices actually get to sit together. Like we have so much experience that we can share and help out in that way as well. And I think it's worth mentioning that this is not stuff that you should be preparing to go and pitch to clients. Like you shouldn't necessarily, unless you really want to, and it really fits for you, you shouldn't be going out there and suggesting and pitching yourself as an entertainer and events consultant um, unless you actually if that is something that you genuinely offer in which case do it otherwise this is just additional value that you can use to help identify the challenges that you'll be facing if this booking comes through for example like you know all of this stuff like seating arrangements and, and xyz but if you're being the inquiry there is about you doing a stage performance or a stand-up performance, something that you're pitching for, you need to know what the shape of the room is. You need to know what the dynamic of the room is going to be like. How are people positioned and sat in that room? And you know, more likely, 
what works best for you, which means that you get to then jump in and actually start helping make your service even easier. And just by knowing these things, you don't necessarily need to go and plaster it on your website and on your ads and your social media or whatever you want. You can actually just get really clever now and just know your product better so that you can show up better. And what's important to note is that actually having this level of accurate value is far better than just having a themed show. Oh, we spoke about this last (laughs) year. Like we spoke about this last year, the whole concept of a themed show, like a Christmas festive themed show, which for some people that will work wonders. I I imagine, and again, this is just speculation here, that if you're a kids show entertainer, a festive themed show will go down perfectly. But if you turn up to a corporate party with Santa's grotto and elves as magical illusion assistants, it's probably not going to be the same level of uh, of respect that you're going to get more importantly, but actually having that accurate value, knowing what the client actually needs and what you can offer and how you can help bridge that gap and solve their challenges is going to be so much easier when, craft, when actually crafting these packages. You can actually have a look at what they need and build the right stuff even before you've met them yeah this is this is one of the things which really bugs me about entertainers Aiden. you've you've touched on it we slammed it last year i think we're going to slam it again this year themed shows we mentioned uh two two weeks ago in episode 75 about setting fees and and if you do decide to change your fee or up your fee during the festive period you obviously well you need to provide more value and you need to have a specific product that warrants that increase of fee there And one of the things I see entertainers do over and over and over again is what you've just said there. They do the same close-up set, but they're wearing a Christmas suit. And instead of playing cards, they've got cards with different presents on. And then it's like, ha-ha, and then I produce a little present at the end and you get to keep that. Okay. It's it's, cheesy. It's horrible. It's the exact same thing that you've done previously. What is different? Realistically, what is different? What other benefits does it have for the event booker? None. It's the exact same as you just coming up, up with your regular close-up show. Because it is your regular close-up show. You just look like an elf instead. You've hit the nail on the head there. It's far better to be more valuable. And do you know what we mentioned two weeks ago? Just because you're doing a Christmas show doesn't mean that's it. That's the only event you're going to get out of this person. Because if you're doing it right, you're gunning for events afterwards. If you want to listen back to the episode, I'm not going to recap on it. But check out episode 75. You're looking for events afterwards. And if you turn up in an elf suit, your client might think, hey, that's cool. (laughs) They might do as you said there. They might think, oh, yeah, that's cool. But if I was to turn up at the same event, you're doing your close up dressed as an elf. I'm doing my close up and dishing out tons of value and helping them and connecting guests do this and also helping on top with additional value like we said not even something i've pitched but just additional value helping with their sound helping with the running order helping with the planning of the event they're going to be blown away by me so when it comes to running an event next year they're going to be like wow wow ashley was just the best in the world he really understood what we wanted to accomplish for this event let's get him back now, when I pitch to them, even if they're not thinking that, I'm saying, hey, what about summer? What are you doing? What are you about your award ceremony? What are you doing there? They're going to be like, yes, let's talk about it. Because, because I've exceeded their expectations. They've accomplished more than what they set out with that event because I was able to deliver way much more. And it's going to be better than you dressed in an elf suit. Like, 
this is what bugs me about themed shows. Magicians just think, oh, it's enough to just finish on a finale of like, ta-da, inside this present is finally Santa's Grotto. Yeah, it was all predicted from the start. That's not enough. We need to be doing more. Exactly, exactly. It's so important. Uh, and this is kind of where we, I think we should steer the conversation towards now. We've spoken a lot in terms of, actually, we've done it in reverse in terms of pitching and identifying the the, the whole challenges to solve problems when it comes down to offering packages that actually matter but how do we actually build them well first of all we need to know their challenges so that we can provide the best possible solutions in any way that we can and the easiest way to doing this that we have found is quite simply asking your client for their dream ideal vision for the event if they're the person putting on this event what do they actually want the event to look like in a dream world? How do they want to feel? What do they what does it want to look like? What do they want people talking about? How long do people uh, want to be talking about it afterwards? Like all of this stuff, we need to go in uh, armed with a bunch of clever questions to really stretch the gap and stretch their vision and get so clear on what they want. Because only when we know as entertainers what they want in meticulous detail can we turn up with the right value at the right time for example consulting on the table arrangement is absolutely pointless unless it's very clear of what they want perhaps their corporate party what they do actually is a as a traditional thing every single year they actually have awards they do awards at the christmas party maybe that's the thing they do and as a result now you can make sure that the tables are are arranged in such a way that everyone can actually see the awards ceremony taking place on the stage without their backs being turned to it or having to do that awkward thing of just shuffling chairs around all the way through because it's actually longer than it takes uh, or longer than they expected like you see there that one simple change of not going in with hey here's a piece of value uh i I know all of this stuff i know everything about these events blah 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 actually just get them talking and then spot the little common mistakes and, and the common challenges that that people face because then you can go in with a problem uh go in with a solution sorry um as a result you become more valuable. I've got one actually on this, which you're going to love, Aidan. <laughs> a client, um, we was talking to them and we said this. I was like, just be open and honest with me. How's the event going so far? What are you up to? How's the planning going? What are you struggling on so far? Simple question. And they went, well, since you asked, I'll be honest, we've not actually got that many people signed up to this event as we hoped. You know, I'm sending out emails saying about the event every so often and no one's clicking on it, no one's signing up, and I heard emails. Now, what's Aiden been doing very well at TSM? <laughs> Over the past few months, Aiden, what have you been doing very well at TSM, the successful mentalist, every single day? Well, one of the most important things is to send an email every single day, a value-driven email that actually shares some information and offer it, and, and more importantly, some form of value that the email list you guys, the subscribers, can actually benefit from. That's what I've been doing every single day. And if you want it, shameless plug, thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash daily, and you'll get our daily emails. It's clever. And if you don't want it, you might want to sign up to it anyway after what I say. So, (laughs) win-win. 
And, and she said this, and I, and I was sat there, I was like, hmm, so you're sending emails, spamming people, just saying, sign up for this event, sign up for this event, sign up for this event. Me and Nade have been chatting constantly. I know a lot about email marketing, so I was able to deliver so much value there. I went, why don't you actually do this? We put together a full-on strategy, an email strategy for them. That worked, and they were so happy at this. This comes back to what we did previously say, though. Imagine if I went in and I started pitching a show and I said, okay, so my real aim with this is to connect the groups and we're going to go round and then I've got a nice team building thing and I'll also be able to emcee the entire event so there's a nice flow going throughout the evening. Oh, and I'll also help with email strategy. That that third option, helping with email strategy, seems stupid. It's not something we pitch until we identify a problem and if there's something we can help with, by all means, go in for it. That's what I did and immediately... Bang. And and just to, to get really clear here, should we be charging for these extra challenges that we're solving, namely this email situation? I just want to say, don't be a dick. <laughs> we just want to help people out. If if I said to my potential client at the time, okay, so I know you haven't booked me yet, but I can help with this emails and and on top of paying for this this half hour, forty five minute show, one thousand three hundred euros uh I'm also going to expect an extra £500 for email consultant. She's like, oh, what? Greedy bugger. But I went in. I was able to help with emails. It's another point in the right direction of why she should book me because I'm a nice guy. They have full trust. It's trust building. It's good rapport building. This is what this does. We're going for longevity with our clients, not just a quick cash grab. I think that answers the question there. That's pretty clear, pretty clear. And let's let's jump on this now. And, and I know we've spoken a lot uh, in this conversation about outside of the gig, outside like of the package, how do we be valuable? Uh, and again, this is one of the most important things, how to offer packages that actually matter. Well, first of all, have really good solid packages and then be more valuable outside of those packages because the more valuable you are outside of those packages the compulsion is created that law of reciprocity is there you build that rapport and it shows you and pins you as the absolute pro of the th- uh, of the event now you don't have to be an event consultant to have a really good package in fact we should probably make sure it's really clear at this point how to actually build a goddamn package where we're god knows how long into this episode now we've been talking for nearly half an hour and we haven't actually covered how to how to build a package. We've, we've spoken about looking at that value and those challenges, and, and that is step one. Actually, know the event inside out. If you don't know the event inside out, go and do some research. Go and learn as much as you possibly can about the, the conventional corporate office party for Christmas or, or a traditional wedding or a traditional insert event here. Go and actually find out as much as you can and spot the biggest challenges. And if you want a really useful tip to actually identify the easiest or the biggest most common challenges that christmas parties face google it that literally google pick a random number like the seven biggest challenges that corporate office christmas parties face somebody's probably written a blog article somewhere along that kind of lines and you'll just be able to read that and use that as information gathering go and get write a list of all of these challenges that you're facing and then look at the services that you offer if you are a close-up entertainer and the big challenge at this type of event is the fact that people aren't talking to each other or it's really uh, sort of segmented and people are walking around staying in their little pods well the first thing that you want to do is Drop that in there. Understand the transformation that you can actually create just by being a mix and mingle entertainer. Like, that's a really clear cut option. 
uh, perhaps another thing is like uh, having to sit through an awards dinner at the, or an awards ceremony or a speeches or insert whatever the option here after dinner. And actually, the people who do this for the most part aren't very comfortable speakers. So when they're introducing the next people here, there and everywhere, if you're comfortable on stage as, as a comfortable speaker on stage, that is something that you can offer in your package as well. Actually be able to do the the, the hosting, the emceeing for the actual evening, the whole evening. And now what you get is this beautiful opportunity that the stuff that you do that you would underestimate and think is just stuff you do anyway actually is 10 times more valuable for them and you're solving their challenges. But that can only come from really knowing the event and then doing that extra research on those challenges. Yeah, and it really doesn't take much to do, guys. This is super simple. Aiden said, know what you're aiming at, know your niche, know the event, research. Look at the challenges they have, build solutions. What can you do to help with that? What can you do to do, make this thing better, whatever that challenge is? Once you know that, that's how you can then pitch to the client. You can start to build up a package that actually people give a damn about, that actually matters because it makes all of these things so much better. You now have a package which is close up and emceeing for an event. And maybe the people get bored during the actual after dinner talk. There's too many speakers, there's too many awards, the staff get there and they usually get bored. Maybe that's what you read. You put in a halftime show just to keep people alert and awake. There you go. Maybe you fill your emceeing with a bit more fun. You have bigger slots in there and you're kind of doing a few like tricks or something just so it's a bit more fun. There's another challenge solved for you. And it's not much work. But now when you go to your clients, you can pitch and you can say, hey, I do this so that this. I do mix and mingle entertainment, engaging different groups so that conversations will be had. There's a better energy in the room and people no longer sit around being socially awkward. I'm on stage performing halftime during halftime, it sounds like a football match, but performing halfway through the after dinner speeches so that your audience there don't switch off so that there's a good energy throughout so that they can actually pay attention to at the rest of the event and everyone can have fun all together. Simple stuff, simple change, but now your clients will be able to see Oh, so it's not just a magic show that you're doing. It's not just a few card tricks. Oh, no, I think we need that. Well, the, the easiest thing there is like actually what we're doing is not only are we are we finding ourselves and making ourselves incredibly valuable because we know the events inside and out, we can actually build up the right packages with the right content, the right offers, all of this kind of stuff. But when it comes down to actually offering these packages, we're not just reeling off like I do uh, this and then this and then this and then this. What we're actually doing is we're not even saying when it comes down to clients uh, and actually pitching these packages, it's not like we're saying we do this uh, mix and mingle uh, and so that this thing happens. What we're actually doing is we're telling a story, a story of an ideal dream event. And hang on a minute. If we want to get booked, why don't we just find the best possible way to recreate the story that the client has just told us about their dream event vision? If we can get as close to that as we possibly can through the services that we offer, bingo, we are literally the best possible entertainer for them. We are the only possible entertainer for them because they're in this conversation right now with you about what they want and it's so much easier to sell to somebody when they say oh i want xyz uh, and you literally sell them xyz that is literally what you do in and out it's like going into um 
uh, like a, a a carpet warehouse and saying, yeah, do, do you do you do taps? Like it's really hard to sell a carpet to somebody who's coming looking for a tap. And the same goes for this. Like the same goes in entertainment. If your client wants taps, don't sell them a carpet. If the client is there telling you they want this type of event, this type of entertainment, this is what's going on. There is no point saying, oh, yeah, here is my standard package. It's two hours of close up entertainment. Like that's just not good enough. That's lazy entertainment. And that is the one way to basically shoot yourself in the foot, get ignored or, or, or just not have a pleasant, high quality gig. And we talk about this uh, a, a lot inside Learn to Thrive, but we don't talk about this enough outside of it. So this is a note to us, Ashley, here. Actually, it's not just about generating more leads. It's actually generating higher quality, better leads, the ones that are actually going to be more fulfilling for us as entertainers and for the client and everybody that's actually there. And that can only happen by knowing the event inside out and knowing what the client wants and being able to spot the opportunities and deliver on that. When you can do that, you're set for success because how many of you listening to this podcast right now have the same thing comes up throughout the year and a lot during December? How much do you charge for um, close-up entertainment at my, at my Christmas party? Yeah, lovely. All right, brilliant. I'll get back to you. You chase them up and they go, oh, we've been looking at a few other entertainers and we've seen that they're a little bit cheaper. I mean, can, can you budge on your fees? It's the busiest and the most stressful time of year for clients because there is like the stress behind arranging a Christmas party is hell. Like, I, I know that from having worked in... Uh, an office where the people were assigned to do the Christmas party it was literally hell for them because it's so stressful so many variables budgets this that and the others too it's not stuff that they enjoy doing uh, but they have the time to still go and negotiate why because they're not the ones controlling the budgets nine times out of ten so uh, it's it's stupid it's bizarre it's the one thing that you want to lock down everything quickly but your clients are slower than ever which is probably why actually a contributing factor to why everybody's so busy in december because they're still trying to confirm the gigs that are about to happen so uh, just as another little side note there it's it, if you're in your heads thinking that clients are going to be significantly slower gives you the perfect opportunity to speed up work fast to solve their problems early which is why we're telling you about this in october so that when mid-november late november comes around they're already sorted when it comes down to entertainment they're not panicking about oh my god we still got to do this last minute oh we need to find someone that's cheap because we've run out of the budget <laughs> literally it's a long story short and, and a sneaky way of saying if you want to charge more through entertainment be more prepared and that's a ch and do you know what that is ashley that is a perfect example of a challenge that we have found from our client's perspective when it comes down to corporate christmas parties it's not a feature that we add in our shows. Oh yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll also get in touch with you three months before Christmas, or perhaps even earlier. Like we don't, there's no point because at that point it's too late. But actually, it's a feature that we keep in our heads to then action. I know that's a complete tangent there, but an important tangent nonetheless. Get prepared and start this now. Nope, you've said it, and I'm going to say it again. If you're leaving it till last minute, we know. Just going to say it out there because this is so important. You've, you've touched on gold and I don't want people to over, <laughs> over, just go over this. Entertainment's usually the last thing to be booked, right? And that means that it's the last bit of budget left. You don't want to be dwindled down on fee. If you get in early, they've got a bigger budget. 
so that you can have your fees. You don't have to negotiate down. You don't have to keep having loads of people inquire and say, oh, no, you're too expensive and waste your time. Get it done. Get it out of the way. And as we said in episode 75, then you can focus on fulfillment throughout December. You've got more time so that you can focus on filling your calendar in January, February and March. This is why there's always a low at that time, because people aren't prepared They're cramming everything into December and they can't focus and pre-plan what's coming ahead. You do this, you action this now, you'll be set. And this advice and the tips we've shared today really is general advice. You you should start implementing this all around. It's not just the seasonal stuff. The only reason we're mentioning this is so that you don't make these mistakes when coming up with specific packages during the seasonal stuff. So that you don't just go out and do the Christmas period, dress like an elf thinking that'll do, and you just up your fees unnecessarily. You've got a strategic action plan. You know what you're doing. You know what value you can give. You can adjust around and give hyper-specific products based on some of the challenges that your specific clients might face so that you're hyper valuable for them. Your clients then won't be able to shop around and get generic Joe Bloggs magician because you're the only person out there that can solve these challenges. You're the best fit for them. That means that you can actually charge the fees that you want. You've saved up time because you've got in earlier and now you're filling your diary for next year. Everything leads up to less time, more money and a happier life. It's simple. It is really, really simple when you have the appropriate systems and processes built in place for you. And and again, it can take a long time. It can take years, decades even, if, you, if you're slowly improving a little, one little thing here and there. And as much as we're up for these 1% increments and improvements every single day, because following James Clear's model shared in Atomic Habits, that'll actually spit you out to be 37 times better after just one year of 1% improvements relative to 1% getting worse. you basically dwindle down to nothing and what we want you to do is get better but there must be a shortcut i don't want to be uh, having listeners complaining all the time because the information that we're sharing is so valuable yet it's only little one percents here there and everywhere and they have to wait a year to get 37 times better so ashley is there a way that our listeners right now could jump on board to do something or anything to crunch that 37 time improvement into just a shorter amount of time to get these results faster. Well, yeah, instead of spending a year working on your business, instead of spending a year working on your products, instead of spending a year working on your visions and your life and health overall and trying to make it happen and then falling into the mistakes and then having a fluctuating calendar where you're busy and then not busy and then you're stressed and not stressed and then you're worried about getting clients rather than going through your entertainment career like that or sat there wishing, what do I need to do right now to leave my job and do magic full time in a sustainable way where gigs will be up and I can afford the life that I want to live instead of going and making all of the pitfalls and problems which happens with entrepreneurship and solopreneurs doing it by yourself we have something for you we've been able to condense everything which you'll go and take action on over a year and put it right down into just seven weeks. And we're doing this through our elite seven-week coaching course, Learn to Thrive. It's an opportunity for you to come on board, join a private community of like-minded individuals. We'll hold your hand and guide you along the way throughout private and group coaching, as well as receiving daily information throughout videos which will change the way you think change the way you act on business and change your life overall if you want to speed up if you want to get more gigs 
in less time by spending less money than this is the course for you. And if this sounds like something people are interested in right now, where can they go to find that, Aiden? They can head over to thriveinmagic.com. That is thriveinmagic.com. Or you can just check the show notes if you're lazy like me. Easy as that. So pop in an application and let's have a chat. Let's see if we can help you truly thrive and get hustle free and get the entertainment career that you've been wanting for years. But no, it's simple. It's, uh, it's, it's really easy stuff that we've, we've taught today. But the hard part is taking action, isn't it, Aiden? That is the main thing and the main message I want to hammer home right now. It's far too easy to put this stuff off. Make sure that you take action on this. Make sure that you implement the strategies that we've shared today and make sure that you absolutely smash out the bag with your festive period without doing too many gigs, without getting over busy. You get the right amount of gigs and you're providing your clients with products that actually matter and are full with value. Take action and you'll be there to win. And then pop in an application for Learn to Thrive at thrivingmagic.com. Easy as that. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.